after Benish Hai, and we're in Parashat Yitro, and Hanaka Adam. Now, Harshet, if you become a Korban, Upeha Adam, become a Mizbeah. Okay, so now we're getting into the details. Tefilas keneged korban. And the mouth then of the person where the korban is emanating from, which is the tefilah, so the mouth is corresponding to mizbeah. Shebo makriva korbanot. Lachin sarich lechaven betfilato keneged bet hamikdash ubet kodesh kodeshim. And that's why we uh, direct our tefilot towards the Bet HaMikdash and the Kodesh Kodashim. Shesham, Mizbeach Banui, Ve'olel L'Reyach Nihoach L'Hashem, Derech Bet Kodesh Kodashim. It goes through the Kodesh, where the Mizbeach is, and then it goes into the Kodesh Kodashim. Shesham, Shara Shamam, the gates of heaven. V'hainu, Imaya Adam Omedet Padet B'Chutz La'aris. So here we go. If a person is play, praying in Chutz La'aris, uh, outside of Israel, Yachzir Panav Keneged Eretz, he says, so you face Israel. And again, depending where you are on the map, so we, we don't face east because there's a mitzvah to face east. There's nothing, nothing intrinsically significant about facing east. It happens to be that if you live in New York, Israel is east of New York. So that, that's why east is uh, significant. But uh, again, if you live in uh, Australia, uh, then you're not praying east. You're praying, uh, take a map out, North, you're praying whatever. Uh, you're, pra- you're praying in the direction west, towards Eris Israel. So that is the... Uh, so people, you know, people think, oh, got to pray east. So they always look on the compass, wherever they are in the world, east. That's a mistake. It's, it's Eris Yisrael. <clears throat> and then... Right, that's snow. No matter where you are, that follows a, a direction. Right, right. Right, so they're, they were following snow, but they were, their starting point was... Uh, yeah, this was the wrong direction. Yeah, that's funny. The Hainu. So that, that's uh, the, the case where when you're flying to Israel, you pray towards the front of the plane. When you're coming back from Israel, you pray towards the back of the plane because Israel is behind you. So therefore, a simple example. So you're taking, uh, 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 don't take for granted either, as we said many times, that when you walk into a synagogue, uh, that they have the hechal in the right place. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not the case. Uh, two classic examples would be Mag and David Yeshiva Elementary School, where the, uh, uh, the uh, auditorium where they pray is not facing east. Uh, do it in your mind, figure it out where it is. When you walk into Mag and David, Mag and David East is... Uh, Here's, here's, here's the yeshiva, okay? East is straight. You walk in, you make a right. So it's this way, so it's north. So again, why? Why they do that? Because uh, that's the way it was able to fit properly. And they had no choice. If you go to Landau, where many of us pray when they were in a pinch, so also, uh, again, here's, uh, here's Landau. Here's the entrance to Landau. East, east is this way, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th. When you're walking into Landau, uh, you are facing this way. So you're facing, uh, I guess, what is that, north again? Exactly. Or south. So they're in the wrong direction. So you, you assume uh, they must know what they're doing. The guys have, uh, you know, knowledge, but they don't know. What do you do in that case? So the, the big problem is if it was facing west, then you ha- you, that means you're having your back to the east. And that's a problem to have your back to Israel. Any other direction, 
you know, we can, we can tolerate it. The poskim will, huh? Sheris, yeah, Sheris, you have to go on. Well, Sheris is, is actually perfect. Sheris is, is uh, you know, if you look at the cop, is, yeah. Uh, I think they did it, yeah. I think, I think they have it perfectly. But you just have to stand on that. So in, in the shul, you have another example, Sheris If everybody's just going to pray straight, you're not getting the perfect east. Uh, you'll hit some east, you know. It's, east is, you have all the way from northeast to east to southeast. And, you know, so you'll get somewhere in the spectrum. But... Um, what we do in Landau, let's say, we pray on a, on a slant a little. So we pray south, because that's where the Hekal is, but we tilt a little to the east in order to get that, to get that in. It's, again, something to be aware of. Uh, we had a um, direction story, anecdote, on the Ilan Shabbaton with Rabbi Diamond many years ago. In those days, used to go on all the Shabbatons. And the Rabbi Jay set up the, you know, the Midrash, where everything is, and yeah, so I walked in, and I have my compass that my consuegro got me before we were consuegros, that actually has my initials on it, and uh, it's a beautiful piece, silver piece, gold. So I take out my compass, and I fool around, and I see we're praying west. So I tell Jay, Rabbi Jay, I say, Rabbi, we, we got to reconfigure this. Over. Wow, how'd you know? So Rabbi Diamond says, well, what, a, what a catch, how'd you know? I got my handy-dandy cap, a compass from uh, Jimmy Hannon. Wow, so that's an item. So I say, you know, why don't we get the Rabbi Diamond one? I know, I know he, would, you know, he appreciated it. So uh, Jimmy uh, set it up for me, put the rabbi's initials on it, and shortly after that, he lost his father or mother, oh. father maybe, and I couldn't give him a gift because he can't give a gift to somebody during the year. So I told my God, if you rabbi, I'm just waiting for the uh, so at the 12 months arayat that was my uh, gift to him. But then it was passe already. He forgot what it was. He what is this? What are you doing? It's an old story, but nonetheless, uh, that was the uh, that was it. Today we have the phones here. So, I mean, can't not on Shabbat, but the phone actually will, you know, give you the uh, directions. Right. Those days we didn't have it. That's right. That's right. You had to go to Army Navy store to get a, a compass. But palelu elecha derech artsam bichavin gamkin keneged yushalayim byhofs. By sure, the roller skates. The roller skates. Ubeta megdash ubet kodesh. There's byhofs. There's Kislins. I mean, Kislins on, on, on Bob Kislins on the uh, U35. It's the Hermans. Omed Be'eris Yisrael. Elliot likes the nostalgia, so we give him the ring. Right next to the music. Omed Be'eris Yisrael. Ya'zir panad keneged Yerushalayim. Now, if you're in Eris Yisrael, so obviously you're going to direct yourself towards Yerushalayim. Ubet HaMikdash, Ubet Kodesh Kodeshim. Ya'omed Yerushalayim. In Jerusalem, you're there. So, Ya'zir panad Mikdash. So you pray towards the Mikdash. Nimsi'u, at the end of the day, Everybody basically is facing the same place from every direction. So basically which is the mountain. Tal is a mountain. And Piyot is mouths. The mountain that all the mouths of B'nai Yisrael in prayer are directed to. Tel shekol piyot ponimbo. Matzati katuf etzat tovad yot adam demaskeret. If a person wants to remember, shiyirshom al dafa sidur, on top of his sidur, he should make a marking. Kodem tefilat ha'amida, Yerushalayim, Bet HaMikdash, Kodesh Kodashim. Actually, if you look at our sidur, I think, I think they did that for us. Uh, they actually wrote for you. If you look at the sidur on page... 
if you open the Sidur on page 155, yeah, right here, it gives you the Kabbalah, Yerushalayim, Bet HaMikdash, Bet Kodesh Kodashim, you know that you see it. Now what he's talking about is to make like a, uh, a paper and stick the paper over here. And it says Bet so you always see it when you're praying, you see it in front of the, uh, the uh, location, it's supposed to direct it to Filatu. Adkan, Vehumen Haktov, it's good custom. So we're so busy, and we forget these things, so therefore you need, uh, you know, ways to remember it. Make tziyunim. Tziyunim is like zikru. Remember, remember. Even if you pray by heart, so you're not using the sidur at that time, because you'll see it during the rest of the tefillah. Because it's better, it's good to pray the other parts from the Sidur. Like the Zemirot and Yotzer, you should pray from the Sidur. Like it says in Megillat Esther, Amar imasefer yashuv mahashavto. Amar imasefer, when you say the prayer with the sefer, yashuv mahashavto, the bad thoughts will go away. Let's say he prayed in the wrong direction, for whatever reason. If somebody sees him, you got to turn him around. If he doesn't know, that's already reason for intervention. Yeah? In, the, in the middle of his Amidah, so you go to him and you, and you, you turn him around. The Alpha Pisha Bezir Oker Raglav, Elliot's question, even though you're moving his legs. So he says, That enough is not a Hipsek moving legs. It's better to get the right direction. <coughs> Don't worry about that. Especially if he's praying the opposite direction of the Sibur. Then it looks like he's uh, in contempt. Because everybody's praying one way and he's praying the other way. It's not like he's angry and he's praying to somebody else. Then for sure you got to turn him around. Uh, and it sounds like he's praying to a different deity. Even if he's alone. So you come into the shul, you see the guy praying the wrong direction. He's not in contempt of anything except his own, you know, lack of uh, direction. Turn him around. Get him straight. You're in the Bet Knesset. Over there, especially in the Bet Knesset, where you know where the Hechal is. And when you see a guy praying in a different direction of the Hechal, that's a, that's a red flag. So you got to arouse it. When we received the Torah, this week's parasha was Yitro, so the Jewish people's initial response was, And the question is, if everybody's talking as an individual, shouldn't they have said, E'aseh? You know, Eiseh is singular, and Naaseh is plural. And the explanation is, they understood that there's a dual responsibility. That not only are you going to fulfill the mitzvah yourself, but you're going to make sure that your friend also is going to fulfill. So they accepted upon themselves the law of Arvut. Arvut means, that we're responsible for each other. Which means, uh, if you see something, say something. As opposed to saying, mind your own business. You see a guy praying the wrong way. Mind your business, not your fault. You pray the right way? Yes, what are you worried about? Uh, he's praying the wrong way. Let him, uh, you know, suffer his consequences. We don't look at that. We didn't say, eh, I said. We said, nah, I said. So our responsibility is to our friends also to make them, to make them right. Uh, but if he's praying at home, let's say, <laughs> you came to visit a guy, 
and when you came to visit him at home, he was sick, he was praying. So you caught him, and he seemed praying the wrong direction. In the house, leave him alone. Because there's no intrinsic sign in the house where Yerushalayim, you don't have a hechal. So it's not like he's praying against the hechal. So it's not so noticeable. So in the house, you leave him alone. Uh, that's what he writes in Mekab Se'il, and that's what he writes in... Yeah, similar. Right. So he's playing the wrong way over there, you leave him alone. Exactly. You leave him alone. Correct, no. So there it's not so critical because you don't have him praying against the Sibur and not praying in the Bet Knesset. Okay? He's in the Midbar. He doesn't know where the directions are. He doesn't know where the North Star is. We're in a boat. That happened to us when we were in Alaska. I mean, you're always, you're always moving around. So you, it's, it's, uh, you don't know where you are, really. Um... Benahar Mi'ukam, or these rivers that are windy rivers, the Pamne Fikr the Darom, so you're turning to the south, Pamne Mizrah, Pamne Safon. So, what do you do in that case? In Eziyamut, Kifimachi is the men law, basically, then you have Kavana. Just pray whatever direction you are in, and then have just Kavana that the Tefillah should be diverted to Eris Israel. Lo Ya'amud al Gab Makom Gavoa Shloshat Tepahim, Im Enum Okav Shloshat Mechitzot. You're not supposed to stand on a platform that is three tefachim high when you're praying the Amidah, uh, unless it's surrounded by walls, so it's, it's uh, enclosed, or it's wide for Amun, like this, like this uh, stage. Nothing wrong with this stage, over because, although it's three tefachim high from the ground, but there's a banister around it, there's a gate around it, and it's big enough. The concern is, if you're going to put a little platform and stand on it, you might fall. You're not going to have kavanah. No, I, I want this also. We're going to have a, 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 a floor, sure. And, but anyway, it's big enough. It's big enough. It's very wide. We're not worried about anybody falling off such a, uh, such a platform. We're worried about like a, like, like, a, like a little stool or something like that, or a guy on a chair. You stand on a chair when you pray. So that would be not good. Also, you shouldn't stand in a place that's slippery. They don't want you to slip during the Amidah, or the fact that your mind is going to be on that. Or let's say a, a rackety uh, part of the floor where you're worried about that I might fall. The floor, uh, might, you might fall. Because we're in the Kabebab. Those are like. Uh, uh, no. no. There's shoes made out of uh, oh, yeah. wood, wooden it's shoes. Gonna, uh, I guess if you don't know how to wear them, so then it's a terda. It's teba. It's teba is like the stage. If it doesn't have four amot and it doesn't have a barrier, and he says, that it's a problem in Baghdad. The stages were uh, high, and they weren't the right shi'ud, and uh, there was a problem to pray there. So well, you have to be, be, be concerned that when you pray in the Bet Knesset, the stage has to be big enough. Four amot by four amot, four amot is about eight feet. So you have uh, eight feet by eight feet. Now this is eight feet by eight feet. Maybe you do, sure you do, sure you do. You have more than eight feet by eight feet. So you have, okay, you're okay, it's big enough. Eight feet. What about how long? Three this way, is it? Yeah, sure. If you lie down, yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 more, it's more than eight feet. No, 
If it's more than three to five, this is three to five is like ten inches off the floor. Oh, so very good. So that 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 that, that would be eight feet by eight feet. It's not three to five. So because the Benish High says even less than three to five should be Mahmid. Yeah. It's eight by six. Eight by six. So that's interesting. We have to, but it's not ten inches high. Would you say it's ten inches high? No, no, no. It's just about that, this one, yeah, this is just about. Four inches, seven inches. So we're in the borderline. Okay, so. Well, nobody asked the Abed builder. Who built it? He didn't know. He didn't read the Benish. He wasn't here. He didn't come to the class. So the point is, so the point is, uh, they don't want you to stand on these. And it says it's the ban. In Baghdad, they had a problem with them. So we have to keep them, uh, keep them low, and keep them, uh, keep them wide, low and wide. Is, uh, is, is, is the way to go. Shouldn't stand on pillows and pray. Because We shouldn't have any uh, interference between you and the wall. If the item that's impeding you is 10 tefahim high and 4 tefahim wide, 10 by 4 is an impediment. Unless that it's kavua, unless it's a piece of furniture. So like the teva is not considered an impediment. It's a piece of furniture. A shtenda that you put in front of you, the lectern, that's considered a piece of furniture. So therefore it's not a, it's not a issue. The question is, when you're praying behind this chair, a chair is furniture. So therefore you're okay, even though it might be ten tefahim high and four tefahim wide. Even though it's not nailed into the ground, but it's considered enough to be furniture. A person is not a chatzitzah either. Uh, so when you're praying you know, behind somebody, he's not considered an interference. If you can position yourself in the prayers, you should try to make it that you don't pray behind uh, anybody. Which is not so easy when you have a big shul with a lot of people, there's always going to be somebody in front of you. This happens a lot. You have a guy in the middle of the Amidah, you're not allowed to sit within four Amot of the guy that's praying, whether it's in front of him, or whether it's behind him, or whether it's to the sides. So that's why a guy who prays along Amidah shouldn't pray you know, in the middle of the shul where you're going to cause now a lot of people to have to stand up and things like that. Right, go, go on the side. And, uh, you know, pray Amida so you don't cause other people inconvenience. But if you're more than four amot away, it's okay. And some say it's in front of him, then it's asud even as long as the eye can see. But, but we don't follow that. We follow the four amot rule. Let's say you were sitting down and you're praying the korbanot. You're saying, Akedah Yitzhak. And this guy stands up next to starts to pray the Amidah. Since you're involved in tefillah yourself, then the deen is you don't got to get up. It's only talking about where, let's say, you're not involved in praying. You're praying zimirot, then you can sit. So that's a hadush over So if you're involved in praying yourself, we allow the guy to sit within form. It's only talking about where you're sitting and doing nothing. But if you're sitting and praying, you're okay. 
Interesting. But if he's learning, learning is not a good excuse. Interesting. And therefore he says, love. But in a circumstance, then you can rely on even that opinion that if you're learning, uh, you could sit. There's no places to sit. And Oshu, the guy's old man or he's sick. And the guy right in his zone that's praying the Amidah. So then uh, we tell the guy, uh, let him sit down, open up a Tehillim book, open up a Humash uh, Rashi or a Gemara, let him learn. And then, he, then, then, then uh, that'll, be, uh, that'll be okay. Or let him read some Mizmorim and that'll be okay. Here's the, here's the burner. Let's say you were sitting first and the guy came into your zone and prayed the Amidah. So I would say, hey, listen, <laughs> why do I got to get up for you when I was sitting legally and now you came into my four amot, and I gotta gotta stand up, and the dean is yeah. You came in, you encroached. That's uh, yeah, offside exactly. Uh, offside, uh, offside on the offense. Well, no, if you're doing your tilim, no. But as you're just sitting, I'm just sitting. I'm sitting. I'm doing my own business. The guy prays. I'm in there next to me. Gam ken sarich lakum. He's got to get up. Avadi maya yoshim b'makom she'enu miyuhadet fila or bazu begul palel en sarich lakum mishurat adin. Uh, if you were sitting in a place where it's not, it's, it's not tefillah, I'm sitting downstairs in breakfast. And a guy goes down and he's praising the Lord, get out of here, what are you doing? Are you, now I got to get up in the breakfast room? So it's just only a place where, it, yeah, that, 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 exactly, that's, not, that, that's, not, that's not off sides. That's exactly, that's a, that's a foul ball. Right, so therefore, no, but the point is, no, I, he made it his spot. It's a kitchen, it's a kitchen. So therefore, if I'm having breakfast, the guy decides to come in and start to pray, I don't got to get up. I'm in the kitchen. You're, you're praying in the... Exactly. You're in the wrong spot. You're in the wrong spot. Okay, midat hasidut to cancel breakfast and, uh, and get up. And in different places in Baghdad where they would end up praying and the people would be sitting. So when they tried to read Patah or something like that, just so you could be considered, you know, you can remain sitting. Okay. It's a very important anacha. You're not allowed to walk by or pass by a person that's praying. Only in front of him or on the sides. No, only in front of him. So if a guy's praying here, I can't walk across. No, as long as the eye can see. No, that's sitting. This, this is the passing rule. Exactly. I can go on the side, I can walk behind him, but I can't walk in front of him. The Zohar Kadosh says, As long as he can see. So therefore, you got, a, you, got, you got a problem. So another, again, if you know you're praying along Amidah, so you're going to uh, impede traffic now in the shul for 16 minutes. Right, but you pray by the wall. Or pray, pray somewhere else. Because now if you're going to pray right, right over here, and you know you're not a three-minute guy, you're a 10-minute guy. So basically, you have blocked this whole aisle now for people walking over here. Of course, you cannot have to walk by the guy. So I cannot walk to my seat. Kwanim cannot walk up to make Mekat Kwanim. It's a... Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, no, so, so as long as you're praying the Amidah together, no problem. I'm talking about when everybody's finished the Amidah, he's remaining in the Amidah. Now I want to walk by him. You can't. 
So again, that, that's, you have to be clever. If you know exactly your Amidah is going to be a little long, pray in a place where you're not going to bother. And another thing people don't know, this, this shul you can't, you don't have a problem because we have chairs in front of the teva. But in the shul, let's say, that uh, does not, you're not allowed to walk by when the hazan is praying. You cannot call... There, these chairs are blocking it, so you're already outside of the area. But when the Hazan is praying over here, let's say the question would be when the Hazan is praying the Hazara. So now walking over here would be a problem because, bottom line, you're in front of him. So, therefore, this area, look, Kwanim walk this way, they walk on the sides. Okay, well, that, that's I guess for the Sodik Mitzvah, they have no choice to do it, but otherwise. Really, this area in front of the Hazan, at least when he's praying the Amidah, has to be. Uh, during the Lahash, you're in the Lahash. But in the Hazara, where you're able to walk around, that's what we're concerned. Uh, so he says that if. Hey, Yoshua. If. Um, are we done? What time is it? Yeah, five minutes. Okay. But if the person, let's say, wants to. Uh, to walk by for Surah Mitzvah. Shohan Aruch holds that in front it's only for Amot. Zohar says it's eye shot. So the Zohar is more Mahmid than Maran. So in this case over here, we can rely on Maran. If that's it, the Kwanim are coming to go up to Birkat Kwanim. So I can rely on it's more than four Amot away. So we're okay. But the Zohar Kadosh, no, but if you're doing a Mitzvah, we can rely on the, on the, on the, on the Shohan Aruch. What is that? Correct? Which is basically he blocks the he blocked that lane. So it's a fire lane. Even if, wow. By the way, correction. Look at the Benish Chai. The last last three lines on on, on the second column. That's the Hazan. Even if he's not in the Amidah, he's praying other parts. So you're never allowed to walk by the Teba. When there's a Hazan up there. As long as there's a Hazan up there, that, it's possible. Well, in front, 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 in front. Over here in the Shul, you'll be okay because we have four Amod. If you're walking for a mitzvah purpose, no, no meandering. This guy's walking back, we're getting his 10,000 steps in front of the thing. No, that's not. Kwanim need to get up there so they can walk up because it's more than four amot. But according to the Surah Kadosh, if it's not a mitzvah, so then it's time just to. to These chains are good. These chains are good buffer. Yeah. In front of the Hazan, I'm talking. The Hazan. The Hazan. The Hazan. Not even sure. These are good for us. Very good for us. And, 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 and the new shul were also okay. The new shul were very good because the teva is up front. So all, all, all the traffic is behind the hazan. It's very good. We're not going to have that problem. But again, sometimes you have the, 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 the teva and you have space in between. Again, it, you, right, you just have to be careful that you, that space in front of the teva, there shouldn't be cross traffic. The hazan has to have open sight without anybody walking by, you know, uh, interrupting. And it's not only in the Amidah he's saying, it's... Once there's a hazan up there, again, that becomes a no-fly zone. Okay, we'll stop over here. Amen.